All right, what if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that is exactly what you're going to get. They can help you find work in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. Summer is upon us, and whatever you have going on, a vacation, a staycation, a summer wedding, well, Macy's has you covered. If you need summer dresses, matching sets, volume sleeve tops, wedges, straw-crafted bags, I mean, really, they have what you need head to toe. I'm talking Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste, and more. So shop summer must-haves at Macy's. Go to Macy's.com slash style. Again, that's Macy's.com slash style. Something I for sure love having in my home is super clean countertops. And I love when it smells good too. So you can bring the vacation vibes to your home with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy with a refreshing scent that'll transform your space into a tropical island retreat and give you a powerful clean. No plane ticket required. Unleash your self-expression with the enchanting coconut fragrance of Clorox Sentiva. You can get yours at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, well, just go to tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Life ain't always pretty, but hey, it's pretty beautiful thing. Laugh a little more thing. Tight, tighten up your core thing. Said EK, you're kicking it with four things. With Amy Brown. Happy Thursday, Amy here, and I'm sitting on Zoom. I guess I'm sitting across from my cousin Amanda on Zoom, and it's fun to see her on my computer again. I was just with her a few days ago in Austin. And Amanda, I can let you go into a little bit of like why I was there and you can share some of that. But we were joking over the weekend that like our theme was the gift of time. So I thought, oh, this can be an important thing that would translate well to some of my podcast listeners and truly embracing the gift of time. And in full transparency, we had recorded something when we were together, but then we were like, eh, we could do better than that. So here we are again, right before the episode's about to load up. And, you know, just a few hours, people will get to listen to this, Amanda. But why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, say what you do for a living. Some people maybe have heard you on the Bobby Bone Show before. And then also what's going on in your life? 
For sure. Thanks, Amy. Hi, everyone. My name is Amanda Rieger Green. I am sometimes known on the Bobby Bones show as Amy's psychic cousin. That's my nickname on the show. I've appeared on the show a few times and made some fun and accurate, might I say, predictions, which is always, always good. My company is called Soul Pathology, and and much of what I do in my business is really help you understand and see the soul of who you are and bring that into your human self to find your greatest meaning and purpose to astound you with your own abilities. And it's, it's my heart, soul calling and avocation. But Amy surprised us and came in this weekend to Austin and we had talked about it. So it was spontaneous, yet it was intentional, which I totally love because the way that it came together, Amy and I have been talking and my mom has stage four terminal cancer. She's got metastatic breast cancer to the bone and she's had this for four years. And, and very much like Amy's mother, my mom has this amazing faith and brilliant attitude. It's like mind over matter. And she's so strong and so active, but her decline in the last six months has been very apparent. And so my husband and I have relocated from Belize back to Austin, Texas and just bought a home so we can move her in and take care of her and spend this precious time together, the gift of time. But Amy and I were chatting and we have been chatting over the past couple of months because of how close we are. And (laughs) we talk about our relationship. We call each other cousins because our parents were best friends and very, very close. And so she calls my mom, Aunt Lisa. I called her mom, Aunt Judy, her dad, Uncle Cliff. My, My dad was Uncle Lewis. My dad's been dead for years. But all that to say, we call each other cousins and, you know, family isn't always blood. And Amy and I, you know, know that we are family, like mind, body, heart, and soul. And we had talked about her coming, but she sends me a text on Friday morning and says, by the way, I just went ahead and booked a flight. I'm getting in. My friend Andrea is picking me up, but you come meet us when you can. I hope that's all good. I know you said I wouldn't be in the way that I could just come. And, and of course you just came and you did. And we had the gift. We made the gift of time. We intentionally made the gift of time, even though it was daylight savings where we quote unquote lost an hour. We feel like we gained so much time back, right? Yes. Because I mean, the time was just so well spent. And I love that we shifted that perspective because normally spring forward, I really struggle with. Um, but I, I realize now it was a total mental thing. I just kept thinking, oh, I'm losing an hour. Oh, I'm losing, you know, for years. And then this year, starting on Friday when we got together, so Friday, (laughs) Saturday, Sunday, we were like, oh, we are thankful for this abundance of time. And we just, we had that, that attitude. And I got to say, I have not been affected by the time change this year. And so, and we're what, three, four days in and I'm, I had the gift of time because my (laughs) flight got canceled when I was with you and I had to find another flight that ended up getting me home at, you know, I think I crawled in bed around 1.15 a.m., finally fell asleep maybe at 2 a.m. So I was joking that Sunday was just, oh, look at all this. This is the gift of time. I had the gift of time at the Atlanta airport with my new layover. (laughs) So I just wanted to share that story just now. It popped into my head to remind you that the gift of time can show up in all different kinds of ways. It's just your perspective. Like I could have had a really poor attitude about the flight cancellation the long delay. Cause even when I got to Atlanta, it just kept getting delayed and delayed and delayed. 
And I just looked at it as an opportunity to pace around the Atlanta airport and reflect on the conversations I had had with Aunt Lisa and Amanda and, you know, the talks about our childhood, you know, because I've known Amanda since basically I was born. Amanda's mom, Aunt Lisa, was BFF with my parents. So she was able to tell me stories about my parents and offer me advice too. I can't pick up the phone and call my mom or my dad for that matter for advice when as a child, and I know a lot of you listening don't have this either, but there is something about if you do have a healthy relationship with your parents to be able to just tell them what's going on and just hear from them. What would they say? There's probably a handful of women that I could reach out to if I needed to, but to get a full weekend with Aunt Lisa, who really like knew my mom on a very personal level. And the other women I'm talking about is like my mom's biological sister, probably. And then there's a few other best friends that actually are that know Aunt Lisa as well. Ironically enough, we all grew up in the same neighborhood. I put up an Instagram post about some of them. You know, when I left the trip, I put up a like a collage of pictures from the weekend. And one of them was a picture of Aunt Lisa and my mom and a few other of these Onion Creek women at my wedding. Who are all beautiful, by the way. Like we're, yes. we, they're beautiful inside and out. And you know, Judy's story, my Aunt Judy's story and Pimp and Joy came from Aunt Judy. And Judy was, Judy just said, you know, all I want is joy. And my mom has done the same thing through this journey of cancer. But all of these women that Amy put in this picture, their beauty and joy rate, I mean, they're beautiful, but they radiate it from the inside out. And they all just connected as family, even though none of them were blood. And all of us have grown up that way together, even when we've lived far apart. I call them uh, the the OGOC moms because they're like the original. (laughs) They lived in Onion Creek when the neighborhood was first built and like they had the first houses there. So OGOC is how Amanda and I became cousins. And I love the post so much. I mostly put it up for me as a reminder I wanted to share some of the things and hopefully be encouragement to followers that they may see it. But I want to look back on that post and remember our weekend and the self-care internally, externally that we did, the coffee time we had in our quote unquote Judy mugs and your mom giving me an old recipe card that was in my mom's handwriting of the best beer beans ever. And I haven't had those beans since for sure before my mom died. I hadn't even thought of them. And now I can't wait to make these beer beans. And I'm just so thankful for the entire weekend and what it gave me, especially the time with you, Amanda. And again, like I said, with Aunt Lisa being able to speak into me and give me advice that maybe my mother would have given me is just super cool. And I do love your mom's attitude. And I'm just going to say a quick story to paint the picture about how Aunt Lisa is. This is where she's different from my mom. I totally know where she's going with this story she's about to tell. And not because I'm psychic, just because I know exactly what picture she's about to paint. It's my one of my um, half sisters has called it because my mom lives in Dripping Springs. She's calls it. She's calling it Dripping Springs, Paris chic. I know where you're going with this because that is Aunt Lisa's vibe. So even in the, well, I don't want to say, I mean, but we're being realistic. And I think that's another thing we talked about in reality. We're in the final days or months or years. Mm -hmm. We don't know what that, when you enter hospice, that's the thing. And maybe some of you aren't familiar with it because I certainly didn't know much about hospice until my mom entered it. 
And it was kind of this unknown. I was like, what are we doing here? And then they give you this pamphlet and it kind of explains the different stages of when someone is approaching death, all the different things you might experience and feel, things they may experience and feel. And I'm like, why are you giving me this pamphlet? But I'm so glad they did because that was like, oh, the light bulb went off. Like, oh, wow, we're we're nearing death. And what hospice is in a nutshell, it's just palliative care. Like they want to come in and help you be comfortable. You're quitting any type of medicine, like conventional treatments, you're like chemo radiation, for example, those are off the table. And now you're moving more to just like, what can we do to keep you comfortable in your final days? And again, you don't know if it's seven days, seven months, a a year or more. So with Aunt Lisa, we're just thankful for whatever time we get with her. But yes, I guarantee you until that final day comes, she's going to be that Dripping Springs Paris chic. So we're I don't know, she decided to make breakfast or something. And like Judy would have just been fine with, I don't know, cereal in a normal bowl and a normal spoon. But Aunt Lisa has these beautiful glass bowls and she fills it with her cereal and then she perfectly slices the banana (laughs) and the milk is poured in. It almost looks like this bowl of cereal belongs in a commercial. And then she goes over to her silverware, which is like real silver, like the kind you can't put in the dishwasher and she pulls out her silver spoon (laughs) and then she sits down at the table and she puts like a cloth napkin in her lap and she eats this bowl of cereal in the most elegant, proper way that I've ever seen. But she's not snooty by any means. She's very chill, laid back, but she's just a proper lady at all times. And it's funny, she has a four things tote and Amanda made it for her and it's got lipstick because she always has on lipstick even in these days like she'll put it on every day pinehurst drive that's the street we lived on in onion creek it also has redecorating because she loves to do that and then the fourth thing is amanda and that's who (laughs) we're we're talking to now of course it's so funny too in hearing all this so just so so you all know she says she will come back and haunt me she is she has chosen to be cremated and my mom is a retired nurse and did a lot of long-term acute care in geriatrics and if you know a little bit about me and i know some of you listeners are actually clients of mine but i worked in hospice and post-acute care with my master's degree in public health for a long time so you know when the hospice discussions were going on with aunt judy my mom was a big part of that walk and so was i but my mom was really the one that was able to sit down and talk about hospice and the beautiful interdisciplinary team because it's also about the family and Amy reminded me about that this weekend and this is back to the gift of time because I said to Amy in my very logical kind of binary brain that analytical box checking getting everything done brain because I'm human, I said, okay, we're moving, we're moving her into a new house. We found a house, you know, we we have a meeting with the oncologist, but we'll probably just wait and sign on to hospice after that, after we get moved and settled. And Amy said, Hey, Amanda, you know, this is the gift of communication, friendship, and honest, vulnerable, healthy perspective. She said, Hey, Amanda, remember that's what hospice does. Like, don't you think maybe it would be helpful to sign her onto hospice if you so decide before y'all move because they're coming in to support you and during that transitional time. And y'all, I worked in it in executive healthcare administrative hospice with doctors and nurses and clinicians and social workers and chaplains, the best nurses I've ever met in my life in hospice for 
like six years and I'm sitting here, I'm the child. This is personal to me. It took Amy to reflect back to me what hospice does. And that was like a huge gift to me. And I sat down and she and mom and I talked about it. Mom was able to hear it because my mom can be very logical. And I told y'all she's a retired nurse, but when you're in it, you know, it's not that you lose all of your training and your knowledge and wisdom and experience, but when we're in it, we need other people to walk with us in these times. And that was such a gift of Amy coming in because my husband is in Belize right now with the dogs. He's not here yet in Austin. And so we had this intimate female gift of time, but where we could see and hear each other. And Amy spent time and we held space for Amy. Amy held space for us. And and, and it just, you know, it was beautiful in that sense. And so I do want to thank you because both of us heard you in saying, maybe you do sign on to hospice. Because by the way, you can always sign off of hospice. Like if some treatment comes, you can always make the decision to sign off, but they are there to support me too. And I need the support during this time. So thank you. Well, you're welcome. I mean, but y'all were, yes, you were going, hospice was already happening, yes. but I just was trying to say, why wait? Let's go ahead and just start it because it can't hurt. I know your mom likes things orderly and the house is she like does. getting packed up and it's going to be, she didn't want people to be in and out. And I'm like, you know what? Hospice nurses, they're coming to the house. They don't care. They're focusing on you, the person, and you, the family. How? What can we do for you? They don't care what anything else is like, if you're moving or not. So just shout out to all hospice nurses, if there yes. happen to be any listening, or if you know one. Social workers, chaplains, yeah. physicians, nurses' aides. The nurses' aides are like the manna from heaven during hospice. I mean, the aides yeah. really, they're, they're the whole team, it's an interdisciplinary team that is not just about the patient, it's about the family and then the bereavement and grief support. So, uh, which is uh, huge. It's on my heart right now. So thank you for sharing that. And anyone who's walking through, through this right now with any kind of loved one. And of course, when my dad died, he died acutely. So we didn't have hospice, but anybody that's walking through any kind of grief, you know, I just want to beam everybody extra love and whoever it is in your life that you lean on for support lean on them for support because we want to be leaned on. You know, I want to be leaned on, but I really appreciate the people that allow me to lean on them. Thank you for that. Well, I feel like we could do a whole episode <laughs> about this, which maybe we will one day because I think there are others out there that need that, that type of conversation and the, both of us have knowing so much about it. All right, I want to tell you about something really awesome that Macy's is doing. It is currently Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. And Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now, online and in store. For the entire month of May, you can join Macy's in supporting AAPI-owned fashion brands. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or simply round up in store to APIA scholars. Now, APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. And Macy's has made it super easy. You can just round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA Scholars, which is an educational nonprofit. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands 
at Macy's.com or in store. Again, that's Macy's.com. You're going to be doing some shopping anyway. Why not round up and give back? That's Macy's.com or in store. All right, so I've been saving on shopping this year by only buying new clothes when I've sold some clothes that I no longer wear. And what this has done is it's forced me to be super wise when I'm adding clothes back into my closet. I want to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and that's where Quince comes into play. You can go see for yourself all the awesome stuff they have, especially for summer right now, like European linen dresses and blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, 14-karat gold jewelry, so much more. And if you're like me, you're like, hmm, this just seems too good to be true. Well, what Quince does is they partner directly with top factories and they cut out the cost of the middleman and they pass the savings on to us. So we are getting things for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. For example, I'm literally looking on their website right now at this open knit cover up maxi dress that'll be great for the summer, 100% organic cotton, and it's $49.90. It could retail for $148, so that's 66% savings. And with warm weather here, you need to check out Quince. All you got to do is go to quince.com slash Amy for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E.com slash Amy. You're going to get free shipping. Again, 365-day returns. That's quince.com slash Amy. I don't want to waste my time taking vitamins that aren't really going to do much for me. Like I want research. I want to know like, hey, this is actually doing something for my body. And Ritual knows this. That's why they conducted the research. They've done clinical trials on their Essential for Women 18 Plus multivitamin. The results, well, it increased vitamin D levels by 43% and omega-3 DHA levels by 41% in just 12 weeks. And as a woman, I want healthy vitamin D levels and omega-3 levels. And all I got to do is take my Ritual Essential for Women 18 Plus Multivitamin every morning. I take them on an empty stomach, but sometimes if I forget, I may take them in the afternoon. It's really up to you when you want to take them. There's nine key nutrients in two delayed release capsules. And what the delay release capsules does for us is it optimizes our body's absorption of these nutrients. It's gentle on the empty stomach. Like I said, I can take it first thing in the morning and I'm totally fine. And with a minty essence in every bottle, it actually makes taking your vitamins enjoyable. No more shady business. Ritual is essential for women. 18 plus is a multivitamin that you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month at ritual.com slash four things. Start ritual or add essential for women. 18 plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash four things for 25% off. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And I can tell you from personal experience, that number and the hope that it brings is invaluable. What they are doing at St. Jude is making a huge difference. It is full of joy there, which a lot of families need at that time. They don't need to be worrying about travel, lodging, food. Everything is paid for at St. Jude so that families can focus on their child that has cancer. Your support means families never receive a bill from St. Jude. It's only $19 a month. And when you sign up, you'll get the new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org.
right now we'll shift gears and go into numerology, which is something that Amanda was trying to explain to me this weekend because my birthday, if you're listening to this on Thursday, the 17th, my birthday is March 18th, Friday, uh, born in 1981, shout out. And there's a lot happening with my numbers. So I thought Amanda could break some of that down and even talk about how, even in history, how important numbers are. I think you heard Amanda say how she has a master's in healthcare. She has an undergrad in religion, and she's one of the most intelligent people that I know. We were laughing because when she was a kid, we had a mom in our neighborhood, our friend Jill's mom, Susan, and she called me Famous Amos my whole childhood probably just because my name's Amy and then there's those cookies, Famous Amos. Although maybe Susan, maybe Susan's the psychic because you are famous. Hello. I'm not famous. To your listeners, you are famous because all the listeners that are clients of mine, I mean, they think they know you personally, but you are, you're a big deal. Okay. Like take it, you're a big deal, but keep, but keep your head, keep your head right sized. Okay. Pull it together. Okay. We're over it now. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) So Famous Amos was my name. And then Uh, she nicknamed Amanda PC. We were laughing about that this weekend because PC stands for perfect child. And Amanda really was quite honestly, she had amazing grades at really difficult private schools. I had horrible grades at public school, but that was because I love to socialize and I love to talk and now I get paid to talk. So it worked out for me, but Amanda always had great manners her mom, Paris Sheik, was, it was not acceptable for Amanda to not say, yes, ma'am, yes, sir, no, sir, no, ma'am, like all the time. And I was like, oh, what is the, like Amanda, PC, PC. So it's just funny that Susan nicknamed her that, but I, I give you that background because also her brain is just extremely educated and she is very, very smart. And I'm excited for her wisdom to kind of be here on the podcast today and share with us some cool stuff that she does on a daily basis. For sure. And, you know, one thing that that brings up, because I think a lot of you out there will relate to this, the nickname PC, while we laugh about it and joke about it today, it actually put a lot of pressure on me. And so much of my life, if you know my story, I live life one day at a time and it's not about perfection. It is because I labeled myself that I internalized that. And then I put all this pressure on myself that, you know, setting myself up for these unrealistic expectations, which led to alcoholism and addiction and other disorders that I have healed over the past handful of years. And I'm very open in my story, but it's about progress, not perfection. It's about growth. It's about evolution and it's about healing, not perfection. So, so today, while I do get to be PC, And we laugh about it. Now I feel like I'm like, you know, progress, progress child, not perfection child. So we're going to like, we're going to rename that acronym. So one of the things that I do do in my work, and I've done for a long time because I understand the energy of numbers and numbers. If you're into astrology, 
think about this. All the astrological signs have energies and they have different energetic components. So I'm a Libra, for instance. You know, if you're a Libra out there, you know, we're about relationships, balance, harmony, peace, justice, fairness. We're also the people pleasers of the Zodiac. We acquiesce to other people. We don't like confrontation. So there's a high vibrational aspiration to the energy. And then there's the shadow side of the energy. Well, numbers are very similar in the sense that the numbers zero through nine all have character traits that have higher vibrational you know, aspirating energies. And then they have the low vibrational shadow side tendencies. So that's how Amy and I got to talking about this because she's turning 41. So I said, oh my gosh, this is a big year for you. And it's already starting to happen and culminate because we broke down the numbers 41. And then when you add four plus one, that equals five. So this year she has a little bit of a code that is coming together for her through the numbers four, one, and five. Those are like her, that's her code this year. But when you talk about the basics of numerology, like the ABCs, it's the numbers zero through nine. Those are the building blocks. And often in working with clients, the easiest way to break it down is something we call the attitude number, which is like your personality, how you dawn on people, your attitude, how you are seen at first glance, at first sight. And then there's another number in your birth date that we call the life path. And the life path is really about your life lesson, what you are learning to embody. And of course, both of these numbers have beautiful qualities that you aspire to and then challenging qualities that we digress or fall into. They're like potholes. So uh, we're going to use Amy's birthday to start out as an example. So we get her attitude number and her life path number. The attitude number is the day you were born plus the month you were born reduced to a single digit. So her birthday is 318. So that's three plus one plus eight. That equals 12. And then we reduce it down again. One plus two equals three. So her attitude number is a three. The way she comes off and comes across to people is the energy of the three. And it's very true. The three is the creative child. The three is the communicator, the the charismatic, vivacious performer, the broadcaster. It is also the the joy de vivre of life, the, the, the influencer that just jumps in and just adds that extra pizzazz. It's also a social number. It can also be very flighty. It can be, you know, have so many friends, connections, and acquaintances that it gets bogged down in the busyness of life and isn't grounded in intentionally. So the lower challenging vibration of the three is that it gets overwhelmed. It says yes to everything when it needs to learn its communication skills of its yes meaning yes and its no meaning no and finding its truth, its boundaries. So it doesn't overcommit and underperform or overwhelm itself and then have to end up backing out of things or not being accountable or looking or appearing or being scattered, so to speak. Does that resonate with you? Do you get that? Yeah. (laughs) very much so. But what's so incredible about this, and this is where I love the dialogue of numerology is your life path number. Okay. Our life path numbers are calculated by your, the summing up the total of your birth date. So Amy is born 318, 1981. And by the way, if you get out a calculator, any way you add these numbers up and reduce them down, they will reduce down to the same numbers. So we're going to add three plus one plus eight 
plus one plus nine plus eight plus one. That equals 31. Three plus one equals four. Her life path number or her life lesson, what she is aspiring to embody is the energy of the four. And if you wrote a three on your paper and a four on your paper, aesthetically from an appearance perspective, they are very different looking. The three is curvy. The four looks like, um, you know, a chart. It looks like a graph. It's very angular. It, it, it's like checking boxes. The four is all about foundations, organization, getting everything in its right place, being very grounded, checking boxes. It's about process, analytics, routine, looking for a goal and achieving that the most clear and efficient way. It's very linear. It's very driven and focused, but at the same time, it's shadow self is that it, it can have so much process and thought. It gets into analysis paralysis and it overanalyzes, it broods, it overthinks, and then it gets bogged down in the details. Even though it loves the details, it gets lost in its precision. And then it gets, it gets cluttered and, and almost like a hoarder, you know, emotionally hoarded, mentally hoarded, uh, you know, if physically in the body, you can feel overwhelmed so you can get anxiety a lot of people with four energy get so critical they're very self-critical but they're also so adept and so responsible so they love routine they love solid foundations and for you having the three and the four combination the numbers build on each other so bridging your beautiful communication skills with the energy of the four which is about standing on solid ground and also healthy boundaries the four is also about boundaries so the three is the communicator. So learning to communicate boundaries, learning to speak your truth, your yes, meaning yes, your no, meaning no. The confluence of the three and four energy is so much of what you have been practicing. And this year, like you've been 40. Hello, you were, you've been in your 40 and zero, by the way, is the great equalizer and enhancer because zero is like, you know, think of it, the circle of life, wedding rings, full moons, the sun eclipses, the earth, look at where we see circles, we see circles um, in ancient times and, and, and numerology, by the way, because Amy asked me to mention this, you know, it, it's in the Bible, it's in every religious doctrine and text, like, and the numerology that I really follow and understand the energies of the best. It was created by Pythagoras, you know? Um, and so it's Pythagorean numerology and the, the numbers have codes and energies and frequencies and vibrations. And we, when we start seeing numbers and when we look at clocks, we look at data and now people in IT are coding all the time. Numbers are everywhere. The codes are there. The energies are there to read. But when we understand them and start to see how they're working together with us or how they're limiting us, that's where we have the opportunity opportunity if this is a language that speaks to you, just like something like astrology might or what's it called? The Enneagram. You know, some people love the Enneagram. That's another, another form of looking at numbers and attributes and of, of energies and things. But I want to talk about your 40 and moving into 41. So tell me some of the lessons, like what did you implore and enact last year? And I know your listeners know these things, but in thinking about creating healthy boundaries, communication, solid foundations? What were the some of the things that you walked through where you feel like that was enhanced or enacted or leveled up? Yeah, I mean, I had to really, I don't know that I had to, I guess I was forced into it. I guess it's a better way to say okay, it. Okay, let's However, say with the gift of time, you got to. I got okay. to. 
I was okay, gifted. I was gifted with. I, I was gifted some life circumstances <laughs> that allowed me to make space to work on myself, which I feel like there's been different seasons when I've worked on myself, especially being in recovery from an eating disorder. I put in the work on that through different times, but maybe not all the way, but like two years ago, really dug into that. So I was working through that. But this other stuff was different kind of work. Like it was deeper than that. And aside from all the therapy and the different things that showed me kind of, yes, how I get really anxious about things. I overthink, like I would lose sleep. I would almost make things worse because it was just like everything was on a wheel. Like it was just rotating over and over. But I started to find tools to help me with that. And by the way, the four loves tools. It loves its resources. It loves its, you know, its pen, its paper, notebooks, coordinating colors, anything that that creates foundation and organization. The four energy loves that tangible things that create the satiation of the satisfaction of a job well done. Okay. I organized this drawer. I feel grounded. I feel stable. It's about foundations, but you were building this year. You did deep digging to really clean out your internal foundation. So it's like building a house, you know, on concrete versus the sand that might've been in the cracks, so to speak. You were cleaning out the sand and re, re, you know, new asphalt from the inside out. There was that side of things. But as I look at the whole year of 40, that's when I really leaned in. And I've talked about this on the podcast too, leaned into a calendar and abiding by a schedule and planning ahead that was just never something I had the interest. <laughs> I didn't I'm, have any interest I, in I'm that. I'm laughing because the four, the people who are for <laughs> life pass or for attitudes, they're planners, they're, they're schedulers. They love to check boxes. They love to scratch things off of their to-do list because it's like, <gasps> it feels good. It feels, it creates a sense of fulfillment or wholeness. And I say often to people, okay, that it's the satisfaction of a job well done. That feels whole. It feels fulfilling and it feels satisfying. I, I accomplished this. This feels good. They're the taskmasters. Well, I have adopted that this year and lists have always felt good to me and I loved crossing things off, but I wasn't very good at getting a lot done. So I was always making lists, but systems went into play. Like I had to, in order to fit in and do all the work I needed to do and like for my job and be the mom I want to be and focus on myself with all the therapies, plural, (laughs) that I was doing and I'm still doing some of them, I had to have structure because there was no way to get it all done and still get rest and still now try to focus on friendships and connection and all the different moving parts. So it was imperative, just like I was... uh, I got to, or I get to do all of these things. I just wish you would let me for this one moment, Amanda, because I do feel that I was like, I do realize the saying behind get to, but I did have to go through some like stuff to get me there. So I feel as though I was forced into it, but I'm thankful for it. I guess, is that a good way to say it? Guess what? The only way through is through. Is what you just yeah. said. The only way okay. through is through. Yeah, you you get to get to, but to get there, you got to go through, which is the, oh, I had to. I wasn't yeah. gifted this awful experience, this challenging, painful, you know, 
sad, lonely, isolating, disenchanting, disillusioning experience. We get it, but the deal is the gift of time and perspective, being able to mm-hmm. say, what am I learning from this? Like you get to have your human messy moments of, I don't want to, like, I don't want to, I don't want a life, you know, like somebody else just do it, take the wheel. And that's when we get to talk to our souls and God and our, all the, all the things, whatever your affiliation is and beliefs, we get to say, golly, I can't do this alone and start finding tools and resources, which what, one of the things that's beautiful as we transition for you into 41, and I want you to tell everybody this you were supposed to go somewhere else this weekend. Okay, so here's the one. Okay, so we've talked about Amy implementing really the higher vibrations of her four energy last year. I mean, she implemented the systems, the processes, and really found stability, inner stability on the inside and began to find that sense of security, safety, stability on an innate embodiment level. Now, she is leaning into the four plus the one because this is her birthday week. We are moving into her birthday energy. The energy of the one, okay, think about it, is number one. It, it's the pioneering spirit. It charges forward. It's I, 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 me, me, me. Yes, can it be selfish and self-centered? 100%, but it on a higher level, it's about the higher self, the soul, really healthy selfishness, self-care, focusing on my truth. What is it that I need and how do I communicate that in the highest, most optimal way in my life, through my actions, through my intentions, through my thoughts, through my interactions, my relationships, my choices, my words, whatever it may be, how do I implore that? And so this weekend, this weekend that we spent together, you were supposed to go somewhere else, weren't you? All right, I want to tell you about something really awesome that Macy's is doing. It is currently Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. And Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now, online and in-store. For the entire month of May, you can join Macy's in supporting AAPI-owned fashion brands. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or simply round up in-store to APIA scholars. Now, APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. And Macy's has made it super easy. You can just round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA Scholars, which is an educational nonprofit. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Again, that's Macy's.com. You're going to be doing some shopping anyway. Why not round up and give back? That's Macy's.com or in-store. All right, if you want to look cute and feel comfortable at the same time when you're, you know, at a festival or concert because it's festival and concert season right now, it's got to be all about the boots. And Tacova's boots is where it's at. That is your stop before attending your next concert. I've loved my Tacovas anytime I wear them or I get a new pair. They feel comfortable on the first wear. I don't have to break them in. Tacovas has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. And all Tacovas boots are made by hand 
in a time-honored tradition, which is super cool. They've got timeless styles that are always on trend. And really, you just got to stop by your local Tacova store, try them on for yourself, and see what I'm talking about. You can have a complimentary drink while you're there, shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized, which I love. And they've got regular live music and events. There's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And I can tell you from personal experience, that number and the hope that it brings is invaluable. What they are doing at St. Jude is making a huge difference. It is full of joy there, which a lot of families need at that time. They don't need to be worrying about travel, lodging, food. Everything is paid for at St. Jude so that families can focus on their child that has cancer. Your support means families never receive a bill from St. Jude. It's only $19 a month. And when you sign up, you'll get the new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. A friend was over for dinner the other day and, you know, we were just making conversation around the table, asking questions. And this friend said to my daughter, like, hey, what's something that makes your mom happy? And her response without missing a beat was clean countertops. Wiping down the countertops is a simple way for me to reset, especially when the smell is just right. And by smell, I'm talking about coconut. Coconut scented Clorox Sentiva is my go-to. And I personally love that she answered that without hesitation. That means she knows me well, and that's really special. And of course, yeah, I do love clean countertops. I love wiping them down. I will always choose the smell of coconut over anything. I don't know what scent matches your vibe, but there's coconut, there's grapefruit, there's lavender. And again, for me, it's always going to be coconut. My kitchen smells like a little tropical vacation when I use it. And I love that with Clorox, I know I'm getting a really good clean as well. So it's a powerful clean and a refreshing scent. Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. You can get yours now at a retail store near you. Yes, I was supposed to be in Florida for a wedding. And so, yeah, there, I mean, and you and I had talked about it, like, I guess the week before, or maybe even two weeks before, but that that was the ideal weekend for me to come. And I know I called you last minute, but I knew earlier in the week, that's what I was going to do. And I just assumed we were all still on the same page. So it was funny that even though I have a calendar and I'm trying to be more organized and different things, I thought, have I confirmed, confirmed with Amanda that I'm coming? Because I was coming no matter what. I switched my flight. It it was still very last minute, all things considered, that I had booked a hotel and a flight to Florida for a wedding like two and a half months ago. So yes, it was a big shift to then come there, but I knew it was the wise thing for me to do. 
which you chose the healthiest path that you chose what I call yourself with a capital S. And a lot of times people know in my emails, I write your and then capital S-E-L-F versus yourself because there's the, the, the little us, the ego us, and then there's the bigger us when we speak our voice and truth. And we know it because it creates this sense of freedom and security and alignment that feels broader, roomier, and different. And that's what this weekend felt like. So the the four is your foundational year. And then when you add the one, you say, is this healthy for me? Is this valuable for me? Am I adding value? What am I bringing to the table? You know, what, what does this look like? Um, is this a valuable quality, effective use of my time? How am I showing up, you know, and, and really looking at yourself in your engagements and interactions in the world, um, in your spiritual life, in your personal life, in your work life, however that may be. So the four and the one give you that opportunity as you move into this year. And, and then on top of that, when you add four plus one, it equals five. And the energy of the five, if again, if you wrote a five on your piece of paper, it's curvy on the bottom and then angular on the top. So it's kind of top heavy. So it kind of is like a teeter totter a little bit, but the five is all about dynamic shifts and changes. It's about perspectives. It's about adaptability and flexibility. It's about being able to integrate change with grace and ease. And guess what the low vibe or the shadow side of the five is it's changes its mind on a dime. It can lack accountability. It cannot communicate effectively it can say oh, I'm over I'm done with it I've ascertained the most value or I'm just over I'm done I'm out and it cannot you know it can forget to communicate it can get bored really easily it can get a bit frenetic but ultimately the gift of the five is being able to to become flexible and adaptable and evolve shift its perspective in order to become more free so the four gives you your solid foundation the one gives you your individuality your gift of courage and moving forward, really finding and speaking and communicating yourself, your truth, your soul, your wisdom. And the five says to become more free, to reach up and to expand myself and my soul in this world on a practical level and on a higher level as to what you're contributing with yourself to yourself and to the people that you love and, 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 and your purpose and your mission and meaning. You know, and you mentioned the Enneagram earlier, and just like that has like when you're in an unhealthy version of a number, like you have your healthy and mm -hmm. your unhealthy versions of the number. I've been like in this with the numbers, it's your low vibration, your high vibration. I've operated in the low. If, I, if I'm speaking this language, yeah. I still don't totally understand it, but I can own and recognize, oh man, I was in a in a low vibration mm -hmm. right there. And then I have a choice as to what I want to do with that. And I think it was, it was at the five that's like, it gets to be me, 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 or which number no, is that? That's uh, well, the five can be a little me, me, me. So just because it can also be like a five-year-old kicking and screaming. I want my way. I want what I want. I want it now. I want it now. I want it now. I want my ice cream now. I, can we go get ice cream, mom? Can we go get ice cream, mom? But well, the, which one is the, the me, one. me, me that's good right now? Okay. So the one. So I, for my birthday this weekend, I'm going away alone. Like I'm doing a lot of reflecting. I need some time to just be me, me and think and hike and be with nature and 
you know, journal and pray and maybe watch some Real Housewives because I haven't done that in a minute. Like I'm going to a hotel and I'm thankful for this gift that my family is giving me to go do this. And I struggle with, oh, it just is so selfish, but this is a high vibration. And this is the affirmation I got from Amanda. Mm -hmm. It's a high vibration, me, 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 because I'm going with the intent of taking care of myself, putting my oxygen mask on first so that then I can show up and be a better mom and be better to all the different compartments of my life, different people, different groups, different things. And I need that time. And I'm, I come from a place of extreme gratitude because I know not everybody can go away for a weekend, but I just wanted to share this so that you're encouraged that if you even have five minutes in your day where you get to focus on yourself to recharge, to do something that is for you and for you, again, with the analogy of the oxygen mask, like you taking care of yourself, maybe you have half a day, maybe you've got 30 minutes. Maybe you've got 30 minutes every day that'll add up to a lot of time throughout the week that you were intentional about doing something for yourself and it's not selfish. You are articulating it beautifully because also what you're choosing to do this weekend, and I will break it down into the practical small bites of how this can be applied in the day to day, because there's beautiful ways that you don't have to spend a lot of time. But also this is the energy of the five this weekend too, because you are making a dynamic shift, which is spending your birthday alone. When was the last time you spent your birthday alone? Went to a, when was the last time you went to a hotel? Just say, Amy, I'm going away to celebrate myself and watch maybe some Real Housewives and maybe go get a massage. Like you know, just totally do this, but feel good about it in your truth and feel grateful that your family is saying, "Hey, go, girl, go do this." Like you go do you. We want you to do this. This is the first time I'm super. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and you're Very, excited mm-hmm. about it. So there's the energy of the five. But what we all can do, because this is what is important to remember, whatever we focus on grows and it's about building momentum. So whether it's in the voice in your head, the dialogue, the language, the rhetoric, all of that is so important. And I've had to learn this over the years because I can, I am my own worst critic. When I listen to that voice, that critical self-talk in my head, all it does is hammer in those, those patterns and those neural networks. So taking a couple of minutes to listen to the voice in your head and see if it is limiting or if it's creating a greater, a greater vibration or space of abundance in your outlook. So five minutes in your day, but I I tell people too: breathing exercise, taking a pause. When someone triggers you in the middle of the day, you get triggered by something, you know, instead of just reacting, which we do, we're human. That's, that's what we do, but taking a moment and just taking three rounds of breath, dropping your chin to your chest, closing your eyes, breathing in and out through the nose, literally resets the right and left hemispheres of the brain. So the creative side of the brain and the binary analytical side of the brain. So you can actually realign your energy field. And that's, that takes about 25 seconds, you know, and if you can remember to pause and breathe, which is 
free to all of us, hopefully. And some of us do have issues, of course, with our breath and breathing, but just to take a moment to ground, you know, just to stand still or to let the sunlight hit your face. Those are forms of choosing yourself, choosing your care, your oxygen mask. And the more the intentional you become and the more routine or disciplined, dedicated you become to those little moments, they start adding up to bigger and bigger moments of self-care intentionality that start to manifest greater abundance, harmony, love, peace, ease, health, wellness, whatever joy, whatever it is that you are seeking uh, at this stage in your, in your journey personally and on a soul level. And I, you mentioned like being triggered and just taking time to breathe. And I don't know, it just came in on my heart to say this, that having grace for people, like if you think of, we're all going to be triggered, but guess what? You're also going to be the person that may trigger somebody else. Mm -hmm. So having that perspective has been very helpful for me because I have more grace when maybe I'm, you know, something has come up in a relationship where I'm just frustrated or yes, even triggered. But then I do take the time for the breath, but then somehow me thinking about like incorporating compassion and grace in that of like, that person didn't mean to do that or clearly something might be going on there. Because at the same time, I know that I'm doing that to people, hopefully not intentionally, but there might be ways that I'm acting or behaving that are making someone feel a certain way. And I want that compassion and grace extended to me. And I think that for me, that's helped some relationships and some different things, just having that, that reminder in my head. Well, what you just brought up is genius because what you added in is a superpower. It's a level up. It's a game changer is you added in emotional intelligence. Okay. The breathing exercise is cognitive it's physical and physiological. So it's the body and it's the mind. But when you add in the compassion and the grace and the emotionality of it for yourself or the other person involved, when you're the triggerer, you know, when you pull the trigger, cause we all do it. I do it. I know how that feels and is. Um, and I know how to make an amends and own it today, fortunately. And then if I don't, I have other people in my life that will point that out to me. And we, it's important for us to have those people, but you brought in the emotional component and emotion, our emotions are intelligent. And when we bring in the emotionality that levels up the whole experience and compassion and grace, joy, happiness, those things they basically just radiate and enhance our inner being and our outer being. And they, they radiate and ripple out into the world in this, in this world that we live in, that is so challenging in many ways on a micro and a macro level. Yeah. I feel like, again, we could go, we might need to do another episode. We could continue to go on and on, but I'm just thankful for the love and the light that Amanda is in my life and I'm thankful for the weekend that we had. And I hope that our time together and our our gift of time together would be an encouragement to you to find your people. And like we said in the beginning, family doesn't have to be blood and find people where, you know, it's, you feel safe with. And I felt like we sat down with coffee Saturday morning and right when we were about to get comfortable and start visiting, I was overwhelmed with emotion. And I 
almost just started bawling, crying, maybe because I had my little Judy mug, which is just my mom loved dainty flower mugs, like really thin. And Aunt Lisa loves them too. So my mom had gifted her some. So that's what she still has in her cabinet. So we were drinking out of them. And I just was emotional. But then before I went into like any sort of meltdown, because I never did, I was then overcome with just a complete peace. This is where I am 100% without a doubt supposed to be. And I just felt so comfortable. And then the emotion was gone and the peace was there. And so my hope is that everyone is able to find that and, and have a weekend like that if you need to, or be open to it, be open to it. Just be open to changing plans last minute and doing the wise thing for yourself. Not what's right, not what's wrong, not what the wise, what is the wise thing? And I got that from my sister. You know, one last thing about my mom, Judy, she is the backbone, the roots of Pimp and Joy. And that all started because of her cancer journey. And we have a campaign going on right now, along with all of our four things and a spa items like from Bornier sweatshirts, star necklace, four things totes. This is the four things podcast. So if you've ever wanted something, four things, even our most popular four things item, which is it's fine. I'm fine. Everything is fine. I've got my Pimp and Joy hat on right now. We even created some new Pimp and Joy collegiate items. Mary had some really cute colors that she mixed together and came up with. So if you already have Pimp and Joy, but you want something new or you've had your eye on something, Espoir or Four Things, all proceeds of everything. This is when Pimp and Joy and Espoir and Four Things are colliding into like one big campaign to fundraise for the orphanage in Haiti where my kids lived. And I guess the fastest way to find everything that's on there is theshopforward.com slash Amy. And maybe you just pray for the orphanage if that's something you can do for my birthday. Keep them in mind. But if you would like to purchase something, I have some listeners that mail me gifts to the station, which is always super sweet, but this is what I would like in return for that. Or if you've got to maybe do some shopping for other people in your life, why not give them a gift that gives back? This is a win-win purchase. You're supporting the orphanage. The orphanage, just for full transparency, they're doing pretty well themselves on like monthly expenses. What we're trying to fundraise for is stuff that has popped up last minute, like the wall needs to be addressed. Like their security there is major and the wall is crumbling. So they have to tear it down, build a new one. And supplies in Haiti are so expensive. This wall is just, it's going to cost an arm and a leg, and but it's imperative. The well broke, the well that's on the property and having water on the property, clean water is super imperative. And that with a well, they, I remember when they installed the well and it was the biggest deal. So that that's something that needs to be repaired. Education is another thing. I'll give you all four things, security, water, education. There's a school uh, that my friend Tiffany spearheaded and opened there and it's run by Haitian teachers. And thank goodness she did this because now the kids, it's not safe for them to leave the orphanage. They used to go off campus, but it is not safe to do that. So I'm so thankful for all these teachers. They make $200 a month, $200 a month. So I would love to, for one, help with those salaries if we can, but give them a bonus. That is where the education piece comes in. And then the kids, that's the fourth component. There's two kids there that currently need new wheelchairs. 
And then there's some older kids that are about to age out. You know, it'd be cool to send them to a trade school, like carpentry, electrician school, something like that. So when they age out, they have an opportunity for edu- more education and work. So, because when you age out, that just means you, they lived in an orphanage. They were not adopted. They didn't get a match. And now they're going to be adults and leave the orphanage. And then what? So we can give them that gift. So again, theshopforward.com slash Amy. I think theshopforward.com slash Haiti will also get you to the same page as well. I feel weird saying my name, Amy. But speaking of feeling weird, another four things item that we added is a four things tea that's kind of like Bobby Bone Show and Pullover. There's different options, but it says Bobby, Amy, Lunchbox, Eddie. (laughs) So those are the four things. So if you are a B-teamer hardcore, maybe that's something you would consider getting and knowing that all proceeds are going to a really amazing cause. And that orphanage, again, that's where my kids lived. It'll always have a special place in my heart. And Amanda, I know you understand the whole pimp and joy thing with mom and how special that is. So I'm just thankful that her legacy lives on. It does. And it, it lives on in so many ways. And it, and really, she was with us this weekend. So she was our fourth thing this weekend. I just want to point that out. There was you. There was me. There was Lisa, my mom. And I know Aunt Judy was there. So that's our fourth thing is Aunt Judy. And we definitely did some pimp and joy, but we, we, we got to spend the gift of time and it was intentional and it was beautiful and brought out elements of ourselves and our souls so we could see each other and be seen and hold that space in a way that we don't always carve out and do because we're such human doings versus human beings. And, and that's, that's really what the, what the gift is here is, is becoming more intentional and being rather than always doing. So I I love this for your birthday that you are choosing this weekend for you, but then simultaneously you are finding this way to give back to something that has given so much to you through your children for the orphanage and, and, pimp and joy and celebrating your mama and also your dad, uncle Cliff. We got to give a shout out to him because he's my heart too. Oh yeah. We love Cliff. You know, we did que bueno shirts for dad. Cause he used yes. to always say que bueno, que bueno. So, um, yeah, we missed dad. His, uh, he died on April 1st of last year. So that's coming up that's in coming a couple up. of weeks and anniversaries are always tough, but anybody else that's experiencing some of that right now, I know that it's hard. You're not alone. I will recommend Megan Devine's podcast. Um, She's a grief expert and she's on my podcast network and she's amazing. So you can search up Megan Devine if you're processing any grief. Right now, she's been on my podcast. You can search it there. She's also been on Cats, You Need Therapy, you know, podcast network, us girls, we try to work together. You know, Amanda and I are going to, we're going to be talking about maybe a podcast for her one day soon too, because she's just got a lot of insight and knowledge and, and a lot of encouragement and wisdom to share. So Amanda, thank you so much. Where can people find you? On Instagram, it's at soulpathology.com or www.soulpathology.com is how you can reach out and connect with me. And I am pretty booked with one-to-one clients and sessions. So don't get discouraged by that. I put out lots of wonderful resources. You can subscribe to my newsletter, find me on social. I'm, I'm working in building out my team to create more resources and offerings, but please do connect with me because 
uh, it means the world. And, and my biggest gift to give back uh, in this lifetime is really being able to astound people with their own abilities. And when when you're astounded with your own abilities, it astounds me. And that just, you know, doubles the light, doubles the joy, doubles the love. Thanks for having me on and happy birthday, my my dearest. Happy, happy birthday. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Ah, summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. All right, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth that no matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can really make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through things. Now, BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. BetterHelp.com. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, well, just go to tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. For 60 years, St. Jude doctors and researchers have helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And we need your help getting that number to 100%. And most important, your support means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food. That peace of mind means so, so much for these families. So join me in helping St. Jude in this fight. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org.